Debbie Turner, 30-plus year career of distinction in broadcasting and communications and above all in leading people and building businesses. It was inspiring listening to Debbie. I think everybody could tell that Debbie comes through with several traits in terms of how she approaches business and life, most of all values. She spoke early on about how her parents very much wanted her to go to college, but also she wanted to pursue her own goals in retail, which she did, but then to be able to go back to her parents with humility and say, I really do want to go to college. It was values-driven in the sense of following her dreams, but at the same time being very respectful and appreciative of the opportunities that her parents wanted her to have. That was an early indicator of how she was going to drive herself throughout her career. One of the things that I was impressed with not only was her values, but her humility. You know, to be elevated into a position of general management and heading a station in what she described as a male-dominated industry could have caused her to become less humble and, in fact, to become arrogant. But she always saw herself as a team player, even when she was the boss, and that her respectfulness for people combined with her natural competitiveness to get the job done, resulted in an empathy that galvanized people. Most of us in this call have been either through acquisitions or we have watched the process of acquisitions, and it can be very easy to lose the existing team entirely and to have a tremendous amount of disruption. Debbie had the sensitivity to take her time and pacing and figure out, where do I really stand? I am the communicator of the new acquisition team. I'm also representing the team that's already here. And she chose the path of, I really want to work with you. I need your help. Let's do this together. While at the same time knowing that there would come a decision point when people needed to get on the boat or not. So goal-oriented combined with empathy for people came through time and time again. I was also impressed with her ability to put things into the proper perspective. You know, she downplays herself when she says, hey, what we're doing is not really finding a cure for cancer. We're, we're basically selling air. Well, I think we all understand the value of communications and particularly in the media in our lives. And with all of the stress these days about fake news and media that misleads, to have somebody with that kind of integrity realizing that it is a communications medium that people depend upon, not necessarily for their daily survival, but certainly for their daily convenience. And sometimes in the case of disasters like Nashville's flood or the terrible tornado that ripped right through the station, they rely on the communications industry for for well-being and information and to gain a lot of confidence. So Debbie, I think, underplays her role a bit much. Uh, she, in fact, was a dynamic leader and continued to be a hands-on person. Like me, I'll bet you you were really struck by the visual image of her leaving her home early in the morning with her rubber boots on to deal with what she thought would be just a small amount of water coming into the station but the reality, it was the sewage system of Nashville backing up because of the immense flood of water that was coming in. Her quick reactions to get carte blanche to do whatever needed to be done and to grab the disaster recovery teams before somebody else did, while at the same time being sensitive to an employee that was eight months pregnant, saying, no, you're not lifting boxes. You sit over there. You're not doing anything. And to keeping her head about her during that long period of time, even when a top executive was going to come visit at a disastrous time, uh, Debbie never experienced what many people would, would regard as perfect meltdown situations, but she didn't do that. Um, her empathy with people is really interesting. When the acquisition occurred of News Channel 5, and her first approach when she showed up there was to say, look, these people didn't choose this. This is happening to them. They didn't choose it. Uh, I want to get them on on my team if I can. With the very harsh controller attitude that said, I have no interest in working with you, she took empathy. It was really interesting. Instead of saying, well, she was a loser, she was old school, 
Debbie said, quote, she was just hurt. She was just hurt. That position of empathy enabled her to have the moral high ground with people, to relate to what their situation was, while at the same time talking about the new direction that was going to happen. She had to show great empathy in understanding the sales function. And we know that revenues from advertising and other means of of generating sales are what absolutely drive stations. The sales team is critical in any adventure like that. And the people in sales didn't automatically cheer when someone from accounting became their boss. She had to win them over, which she did. Interesting, again, her attitude in the male-dominated industry when somebody talked about no blankety-blank woman is going to be telling me what to do. But over a period of time, her strength of character, her understanding of mission, and her understanding of always doing what's right won that person over, which is just great. Uh, She understands the value of looking at opportunity from a, a broad lens. And instead of looking at the internet as a threat, she and her colleagues at Landmark said, this is an opportunity for us to be an and, uh, not an or. And the ability to move forward in that was so well. I was continually impressed with her um, nimbleness, I guess you could say, navigating new situations, new management, uh, much larger corporations as she moved up from time to time, and her ability to always be the liaison between the they and the us, and that that liaison role allowed her to honor the wishes of her corporate leaders, while at the same time gaining the support of those that were uh, perhaps not as nimble and able to adapt as quickly as she was. Uh, I was taken and wrote this down. My goal with people is always to err on the side of transparency. So in conveying change, she said some things about this will evidently be, be worse than there were. Some things are going to be better. Let's look at a positive picture of what the opportunities can be here. And realizing that that's going to make such a difference in people's lives is having something that they can look forward to. When asked about balance, the very first thing she said was uh, support from home and having that support and how critical that was. But at the same time, she was a part of gaining that support because she made the choice of being present when she was at home and made a decision that that was always going to be important in her life. And she has done that consistently in such a great way. It was terrific just hearing her talk about that because it makes such a difference. In terms of dealing with those roadblocks and those brick walls that we face, the very first thing Debbie said was, I always believed in having a team of people around me that were smarter than I was. Well, there aren't too many people in the room that are smarter than she is, but she will never portray herself as being the one that's that's in charge in that category. Instead, she's a galvanizer of teams, realizing that a team can look at a problem that is a brick wall to one point of view and not necessarily a brick wall to somebody else and that that creates opportunity. But then she also realized that the biggest thing is to make values-based decisions. What's right? And in order to do that, a person has to know what their values are. In your team, in your organization, in your company, in your own mind, are those values clear? Because when we can make a decision based upon what's the right thing to do, then it doesn't become an argument about who is right. And so she always tried to make her decisions based on values and the whole picture of her life. So the opportunity to run a bigger, more challenging station in Las Vegas very tempting from a career standpoint. But when she backed up and looked at it from the, quote, whole picture of your life, she made a different decision, which she felt good about that. Keeping things in perspective and keeping the humility. Uh, I love her daily affirmation. Almost sounded like an old Carol King song when she said, you got to wake up every day happy to be doing what you're doing. And she feels that way now. Uh, Even though she's on hiatus, she's happy every day doing what she's doing. She also, throughout her career, spent time with not-for-profits, believing strongly that People that can't help themselves need that hand up from somebody else. And that whenever she was in a dead end or feeling like things weren't going well, 
She would apply herself to people that truly needed her help. She would do more in the nonprofit sphere. She would seek additional education. She would spend time with people that were uplifting. So these are some amazing themes that have helped a tremendous person move forward, lead, and influence others. I was highly inspired after this, and I'm sure that you were as well. So we want to thank Debbie Turner for her time today and for being such an encouragement to all of us. So let's keep these lessons in mind about perspective, about empathy, about how we can be very strong in the pursuit of our goals, while at the same time being a builder. And Debbie is a bridge builder, a people builder, an organization builder, and she continues to build a great life for herself and her family. So on behalf of the Action Catalyst, thanks all of you so much for being a part of this. And let's go forward and be builders as well. 